<laughs> Hello and welcome to the Birch and Birch Real Estate Podcast. Mostly just Birch and Birch Podcast because we talk about real estate a little bit, but more so we focus on personal development. You talk about Morgan. <laughs> we do talk about me quite a bit and I do not hate it. <laughs> <sighs> Hi, awesome. I'm, Mor- I'm Morgan. I'm the daughter half of this father-daughter team. And I'm Bill, and this is our ever-evolving weekly vlog podcast. Birch yeah. and Birch, what the Friday, and what the Friday it is. It's actually um, hasn't. It's been a kind of quiet for me today. How about you? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. That's why I haven't heard from you until now. <laughs> it has not been very quiet for me. We got a we got a couple of showings tomorrow. It's a whole thing. Also, I've been awake since two thirty a.m. this morning. And I'm not sleeping that well either. Yeah. It's like yeah. I go to I go to sleep right away when I go to bed, but it doesn't last very long. Uh yeah, actually that's my experience currently too. <laughs> and that's the fog that comes from <laughs> that, having not slept all that. No, I'm uh, caffeinated. I felt in a fog for a few hours today and now i gotta say i am flying high on caffeine and it's gonna be really miserable you were up early this evening yeah i was up at 2 30 we discussed this <laughs> i mean you're up and it's like you were out and yeah do you, well do you get up when you can't sleep i mean do you get out of bed um no yes and no so once i hit two hours i'm like this is ridiculous i'm gonna get up now so i woke up at 2 30 and I kept like getting out of bed, calm down, lay back into bed. I did that a few times. It was 4.30 and I went, this is obviously not working. I might as well get up and have a day of it. And the only, the stressing out and being anxious about this is just going to make it worse. That's going to give it negative impact. So let's just have a good time and do the best we can with it. So I got up and I had myself a little party. Uh, I changed my toilet seat. <laughs> It does not match. How fun is that? It does not match. My toilet is pink and my toilet seat is white. And your it's, toilet's ugly. It's so ugly. But it works. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a great apartment. But one thing about it, it's got an ugly toilet. Ugly. But it's ugly. one of those things you don't replace until it's broken. You know, unless it's your place and you're remodeling or something. Right. Like, I'm not remodeling at the moment. Yeah. If we remodel, you can have our toilet. At, at, will you tell people how you feel when you wake up in the morning? Because this is my favorite. I feel like it's purgatory. I hate getting up in the morning. It's like my this overwhelming emotion of there's nothing out there for you. Don't do it. This is as good as it gets. Don't this leave. This is the best. This is the this, peak. This is this is the peak. As soon as you as soon as your feet hit the floor. It's all going down. You know, the <laughs> irony of that is it sounds like you wake up miserable and in that misery, you're like, this level of misery is probably the happiest I'm going to be all day. So I better <laughs> stay here. <laughs> exactly right. But, you know, um, I'll talk about it later. I wanted, I started um, the 6 a.m.ers, which is a little group of yes compass agents that all get up at six o'clock every morning and connect online and do things and have activities and stuff like that. That's awesome. So, but it's, that's what, you know, but I'm waking up before my alarm goes off and it's. That's insane. 
It's like think- my alarm goes off. I still lay, I lay there in my purgatory until the alarm is like, <laughs> you know, you can only lay there so long. And I always feel like, yeah, I might as well get up. Yeah, but it'll, it feels it'll like get it- better. Pur- if it's purgatory, you feel like as soon as you get up, there's no option but hell. You know, purgatory, you're like, well, eventually it's heaven or hell. I don't know what does that. It's like some going chemical thing in my brain. And then once I get going, everything's okay. And I can tell myself logically in the morning. Yeah. Just get up. You know, every morning you get up, everything turns out great. And you end up having a great day. That's gone. I can't see it. It's not there. The thoughts, even, logically, I'm. it's like somebody else's book it's like yeah that's their book that's that's their thing that's not my thing yeah you're like two different people (laughs) oh the constant flattery (laughs) what to do with it okay anyway well do you have oh would you share your screen for the absorption rates do you have that i do while Um, you do that do that do you want to talk about something how long is it going to take you uh, I'm actually formatting the um, screen so you can see it a little bit better. I'm using it. over-the-ear headphones today and uh, my glasses, which make me feel very studious and uh, balance out my over-enthusiasm, hurt a little bit under the headphones. So not to mention oh, they're, really? they're dirty. Just a little. Not that not, not that much, but just a little. I see. Okay. So if everyone thinks I'm stupid because I'm not wearing glasses justified this is all an act oh, it, it doesn't take wearing glasses for people to think that <laughs> you mean it doesn't take not, not wearing, wearing glasses them, yeah. that's a funny joke to fumble over <laughs> all right so all right i'm not the most competent guy in the world you got it you got it here we go you ready here is the market today ladies and gentlemen yeah so these are absorption rates. We talk about this every week a little bit, just so that we know what's going on in the market. Wasn't it 185%? Um, it's crazy. Week? It goes to show how many properties have gone into contract about um, two months oh, ago, and now they're all God. closing. I know will it's you, crazy. Were you zoom in on that graph? Because in a small version, this is really hard to see. Yeah, slide over there. Just do the two fingers on the Yeah. Yeah, if my um, computer worked like yours, that would be great. Oh, I forgot. You've got a, yeah, yeah. I'm on a desktop. Um, But anyway, so yeah, this is what's happening right now. There is something else I do want to talk about because this makes it seem like the markets are in general climbing and everything's getting better. But this is only an indicator of how many homes are closing or that are sold versus the number of homes on the market. And that goes to show that there's not typically a lot of inventory there. So you need to prices are going to be really high. And for example, we started following Montclair a couple of weeks ago um, and it's up, if you can see it, it's the top blue line. It's this line up here and it's just crazy. But that has to do with um, percentages, not actual numbers on the market. I'm going to shrink my screen and see if I can share this. It, ha- it has it- to do with how many homes are closing versus how many homes are being listed. And because fewer homes are listed, especially between the holidays uh, and a lot of homes are wrapping up that like in October and September went under contract and now they're finally closing. This is the most distorted period that we have for looking at the market. Yeah. We haven't seen this. I haven't seen this in my career, but anyway. Um, So let's take a look though. If you notice, these are the lines, you know, you can see we're tracking Hoboken 
North New Jersey, um, not included in this chart is the seven day absorption rate. You know, what's going on in the last seven days. Um, the, but what's really interesting is the homes for sale. Um, notice this green section right here. At the peak, we had 125 homes for sale. I literally cannot read it. It's so tiny. It's just too small. Okay. Um, can you read that? Yes. All right. So on a phone, somebody could not read it, but we'll just say what yeah. it says. Yeah. Basically, this just should, this, this, the, at the left end of this green section, there were 220 homes for sale, then 218, 194, 184, 177, 145, 132. So the number of homes on the market is as soon as this gets down, about 20 more will be at half. November 12th, number of homes for sale in Hoboken will be half of what it was in October. So mm, the inventory wow. is dropping significantly. There's, you know, the market's been bad along the water. The northern New Jersey suburbs, it's blown up. Um, you know, let's get out of this so people don't have to look at this chart anymore. All right. Because it's a little boring. Um, but. Great. You're right. You're so right. The, <laughs> just, the markets are slower now. The, I think there are a lot of closings out west uh, and in the suburbs. Um, yeah. I, I, they're still hot. I think compared to what they were pre-COVID, still awesome. They're having probably the best year ever. But for those of us between the George Washington Bridge and the Statue of Liberty and in about two miles, which is our primary market, it's really slow because we mirror the Manhattan market. So it's in a lot of sellers have lowered their price to the point that they're not going to lower them anymore. A lot of units are just going off the market. They're being withdrawn or expiring without being sold. And the owners are okay with that because they're just not going to sell for less. And they, now that the vaccine's out, that's my opinion. If you can hang on to it, hang on to it until next spring. Yeah. Let's launch it. Let's go live after the vaccine's going into people's arms and everything's looking up. Yeah. Um, because then I think things are going to change. I concur. Concur. That's a big word for two syllables. Very important word. You mean it's like an it's an uncommon. It sounds word. smart. It's like using the word acquiesce. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Next, we're going to talk about uh, a prompt from my father over here, who asks if there is a glass ceiling for women in real estate. Yeah. I'm interested in that. Is there a glass ceiling for women in real estate? I don't I think hear so. glass ceiling everywhere else. I don't but. think so. I think in real estate, it tends to be helpful. I mean, I see more female real estate agents than males. And if you look at who the most successful realtors are in Manhattan, they are primarily, there are more men than women who are in the top 20 mm -hmm. um, and top 10. Part of that is because Two of them are on television and uh, have, you uh -huh. know. What about in leadership? When you think about brokerage leadership. Oh. If you wanted to be the broker yourself or if you were in a company like um, Corcoran or. I mean, Barbara Corcoran. Or, Barbara Corcoran is, is Corcoran. She, she is. was. And that, um, oh, shoot, what's her name? And it's, it's female led now. Compass isn't. Compass is male-led. Yeah. Element is male-led. Yeah. True, true, know. true. 
So you, but I'm just, I was interested. The reason I, for everybody, I, if you can't tell, we have like a, just a tiny handful of bullets that are things that we don't want to forget to talk about. And I saw that in an article and I thought, I wonder, because I'm a middle-aged white or upper middle-aged white male. I've never asked my daughter about that. Do you feel like there's a ceiling? So I can speak from, I can speak from my perspective, which is a different, I think, than most people's perspectives, maybe, which is I'm aware academically that, uh, there are disparities between men and women. Um, but I really don't like feeling like a victim. I like to feel like I'm the protagonist of my story. So if there are, so if, so if it is harder to succeed because I'm female, I mean, it depends on the, the amount of resistance you get, but because I've been lucky enough to have enough resistance that I'm like, all right, bring it on. I can overcome this. Uh, it's, I don't want to ever think of myself as having any kind of ceiling above me. I don't want to think of myself as having a glass ceiling. So I think one day, if one day I'm trying to run a brokerage and I'm getting kicked out and I hear things that are very sexist and the reason they're not letting me do it is because I'm a woman, then I'll be like, this is a glass ceiling. I'm so angry. But, but I think in order to get to the point where I recognize that glass ceiling, I have to pretend there isn't one until then. I have to believe I can get past, I can just keep going. And then when I run into a glass ceiling, I'm like, oh, like a bird flying into a window. Oh my God, I can't believe that's there. Because I think if I allow myself to think there's any kind of glass ceiling in any uh, anything I want to achieve, I will not go after it because I'll feel like it's impossible versus keep climbing the mountain. Oh, that's hard. And then you run into a window. Okay. That's well, interesting. Opinion. You know, I think it makes me think about, um, I have a client right now that has, we have their place listed in um, Brooklyn. And if not for being a female, she would have had probably the outsider president or CEO. She would have had the most prestigious title at her company. Yes. Um, but she, she's 90 now though, right? Yeah, she's in her nineties now. Yeah. Still incredible. I'd love to talk about her because she's just absolutely amazing. What do you wish that your daughter would emulate in this woman? Like nothing. I think you're the cream of the crop. I don't that's know. That's not what I emulate anybody. <laughs> Screw you. Shut up. I mean, what's great about, what's great about her that you're like, more people should be like this. This is the she's kind of a, she's incredibly self-aware, and not in a she. She just has an incredible sense of self, not in an inflated way, not in a deflated way. She's just incredibly pragmatic, hmm. and she she's very comfortable with where she's at. She's com- She thinks about her decisions. You know, she, she's like, oh, Bill, I need to think about this. Yeah, she'll think about it. And she'll, I've thought about it. This is what I'd like to do. No emotion, yeah. no anything. And she makes a decision. She moves forward. There's no regret. Yeah. No, I think I'd like to do this. I think this is what, and she's just incredibly, wow. yeah, yeah. She's incredible. Incredible. I was on the, He's I talked untold. to her not long ago and she had been out swimming in the lake. Guess what I did? I said, what? I, haven't said, met her I went for a swim out in the lake. Either. I went swam out to the buoy and back. What? 
That's phenomenal. Did you have somebody with you? Well, yeah, I had had some family member that swam with me. She probably did by myself. It's not like I needed any help. It's okay. (laughs) Already then. (laughs) I wasn't trying to indicate that. Yeah. You know, uh, that's going to be a really good segue into personal development. I I was going to talk about um, TikTok and other apps and how they're impacting real estate. But I think what's most interesting to people who actually listen to this is not the apps and how they're because well, I'm interested in that. But okay, so briefly, briefly, we're going to talk about that and then sw- s- s- swerve <laughs> into swerve, s- swerve uh, into personal development. Um, so he, TikTok is getting renters for uh, properties, but not buyers. And this does not shock you, I'm sure, because if you think about it, who's on TikTok? People who are renting. People who are right out of college and younger. So that either make, people that who makes aren't. sense. So you introduced that it's like okay, okay. Uh, well, I was I there's they did an interview in Real Deal with the guy who had rented three apartments through TikTok, and they his renters had found him through TikTok because TikTok uses uh, geographic location for your oh, really? page and stuff. I guess I, I don't. He you can't target it yourself, but. The timing of like naturally, maybe we should look into that. Yeah, (laughs) that's why we need one more thing. One more thing. Uh, Yeah, but it only works. It only. I don't think for selling an actual real estate property it works because you're selling to people who are older than that, whereas um, renters tend to be younger in that demographic. So that's interesting. Well, but as we're growing our team, you know, we're definitely going to have a rental component to that. That's true. So that's a it's an interesting. I've never I you know I was on not on but I subscribed so I could look at TikTok. Yeah. But so much of it was just the yeah you know, <laughs> and I'm gonna do I'm gonna do some mine, cute little thing with to the mine song. Is just animals. Mine is just a lot of cute animals and then funny videos and yeah. Um, yeah, it starts to figure out what what you like. I think because I started to get more into the fail videos. <laughs> That tracks. <laughs> that definitely tracks. You love a oh, fail video. Oh, that had to hurt. Ooh. Oh, so many memories screaming <laughs> that at the television. Ooh, um, I, I'm not stupid enough to do that. Okay, okay. And now to my favorite part, personal development, which we're considering focusing the majority of the whole podcast on. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> dad just fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, okay. So we are both, we both work very hard to have the kind of life we want to be the kind of people we want to have a happy life. Like we are to figure out what kind of life we want. (laughs) That is more than half the battle. That's true. So I guess that's a good starting. That's a good question. Where do you feel like you're at and where are you going? Is that a question for me? Yeah, that's the way everybody else here. <laughs> for somebody else. I mean, I look at two people in one, so just choose one of the two people to yeah. from. You know, um, everything is optional in my mind right now. So it's like, do I want to do that? Do I not want to do that? Is that going to be worth the work? Is it not going to be worth the work? Is that the direction I want to go? You know, there's an old saying about um, be careful what ladder you climb because you might. When you get to the top of it, you might find you have it leaned against the wrong wall. Um, yeah. So I'm always questioning: Is this the wall I want my ladder against? Is that the wall? So, 
And I always struggle with the morning thing. So I have joined that 6 a.m.ers group, which is awesome. Um, and that what was- What is an example of a wall? Like when you're deciding between options, that's a very- Do I, want to, do I want to be a top agent, like super well-known, super high doll? Uh, do I want to be Frederick Eklund, Ryan Serhant? Do I want to be a brokerage owner? Do I want to be a, a broker? Do I want to be a- a team lead and or trainer? Do I want to be a real estate investor? Do I want to be a YouTuber? Yeah. Do I want to, what do I want to do? Cause I, I do know that if whatever it is, if I like it and I focus on it and actually work, yeah, I'm likely going to be successful at it. Not always. I mean, you know, I've had enough businesses. Some of them did not work. Um, so you never know. I'm, I'm kind of working on that right now. What about you? I think that, uh, no, listening to that made me recognize a, a really big difference in how we look at things because I, I, I don't, good. I, I think that's probably healthy, but I don't have a specific, so I'm not thinking, do I want to be uh, Ryan Serhant or do I want to be Frederick Eklund or do I want to be um, Carol Baronetto, who I absolutely love, or... Um, you know, I'm not like going, I'm not deciding where to put my ladder because I don't feel like it's a ladder. I feel like I'm on a sailboat and I'm heading towards that continent. And I'm like, I think that continent's going to be cool. And <laughs> so, so I have the general goal of, I want to have a really strong business. I want to make good money and I want to do it in a way that has a lot of, that instills a sense of belonging in the people that I work with on my team or my clients. And that, I always say people before profit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I stole that from some company. I just don't remember which one. Everything's stolen. But. <laughs> True. So uh, that's how I view. That's how I view it. So I don't feel like um, I, I do get what you're saying with where am I going to put my time and energy? I only have so much, but I don't think about it as much about the end, end goal being all this or all that more like let's keep pushing forward and all of these see where the money is coming from make mm -hmm. sure we focus on that keep building here like it's kind of this big messy thing so i'm headed if i was going towards a direction instead of climbing a wall on a ladder i would be sailing at a continent on a sailboat and like i don't know am i gonna land north or south <laughs> i'm not sure yet where's the wind taking me how what's the you know fastest way mm -hmm. To get oh, there. interesting. Are you reading anything to help you get there? I just what are you bought reading the, right now? What was the book? I haven't read it yet, um, but I just bought it. The one that you and Emma told me about, Jack Canfield. Oh, Jack Canfield. Success. Success. Yeah, that's an yeah. older book. I'm going to read that one. Um, I'm reading Dark Towers right now, which is not a business book, uh, but Rich Cronin told us about it, and so I'm reading it, and it's really interesting. And then I have a couple – I have a couple uh, – other books that I'm just reading because I, because I enjoy reading. Um, I, I actually think that I'm going to read the autobiography by Malcolm X. I just started that. And I feel like that's going to be a business book um, because there are some really strong business leaders who love that book and have modeled choices in their life and leadership around it. So I'm looking at that one as a personal development book, even though it's an autobiography. Hmm. So that's a whole handful, like a mess of see everything with me is messy. <laughs> so there's a whole pile of things that I'm looking at. Um, well, it's awesome though. You have a very, the, your 
you live the life you seem because you have a very vivacious personality, a little all over the place, and you live that same life. You live big. You actually live a very big life. I think it depends who you compare me to. You I'm not don't comparing you to anybody. I'm just saying you live a you do live a very active life. I I try to have a full happy life. When I I when I feel bad, I try to uh, my initial desire is to hole up alone and not see anyone. And I have learned over the years that that's the exact opposite of what I probably need. And I have a couple really good friends who will, will cuddle with me. And, uh, and you have some have incredible pizza. friends. I love I, your friends. I love my friends too. I feel so lucky. Um, so what about you? What are you reading, learning, um, et cetera? I started Built to Serve, but then I, I started the 6 AMers on Monday. So we've made it five days in a row. That's worked out great. Can you explain and what that is? Uh, it's a handful of real estate agents on the East Coast that all get up and connect. And we meet at six o'clock in the morning, a um, couple days a week. It's a live video. Three days a week, we're just um, chatting. You know, we've got posts. Here's what's going on. Here's my challenge. I'm not sure about the, you know, whatever. Oh, okay. So it's, it's um, like an accountability and, group. Kind of, yeah. So there's a there's a bigger one for the East Coast, and then there's a smaller one that we just created for four of us. Um, I can't say locally because two of them are in Pennsylvania, but That's basically there are four of us local. that are. It's pretty local. So um, anyway, that's it. So and that one's a little more intimate. You know, okay. like I like this, I like that, and I you know I'm trying to do this. To, you know, you know whatever. Here's what here's what it's like to get up at six o'clock in the morning for me. So you don't feel like you're the only one because it's a it's a very isolating in um, industry. Yeah. You know the real estate and it, it doesn't seem like be. it from the outside, but um, it's very self motivated. You know, you talk about people being self starters. You really, really have to be a self starter in this business because you can quickly you could just sit at home yeah. and wait for the phone to ring. And never hear from anybody. Nothing. Dead silence. Yeah. Or you it can doesn't hustle, happen like, unless you make it happen. Yeah, that's that's true. So that's the six amers, six amers, six amers thing, and we're reading the subtle art of not giving a. You are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that book. Yeah, it's good. I wanted to not like that book because I was like, this is an inflammatory title and it suckered me in and uh -huh. it got me to buy it and it got me to read it. And then I read it and I was like, it's so good. Yeah. It's, it's got a weird, it's, it is, it's inflammatory. It starts the first chapter or two. Yeah. Just super vulgar. Just if you're like, from Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. If you're from Iowa. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's just, it's just intense. It's like, how many times do we have to say this? You know? And yeah. it seems like there's an there's an effort. So you're like, I don't know if this is ever going to get to where I want to go. But quickly, after I think chapter two, which yeah. and the chapters aren't that long, all of a sudden you're like, I get it. I know where you're going. Yeah, there's a lot of solid um, mm -hmm. philosophy. I like that book. What What are you liking about the book so far? I like it's it's basically a stoic perception or yeah. take on on life. It's okay. like don't add to it. Don't, don't add to the, you know, all right. So they were upset in that moment. That doesn't mean that's who they are. That doesn't mean that's the way the world's going to go from here forward. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't give a, but not in a bad way. It's just don't make more out of life than is there and take yeah. that time that you would usually spend worrying, enjoying it, making better decisions, spending time with people you love. 
doing doing more productive things. Yes. You know what? Uh, Stoicism, which we've discussed before, both of us really like, is is basically an act of reframing or just framing in general to make everything less of a big deal and prioritize relationships and uh, doing things well above all else. So if you don't succeed, but you did a really, you did your thing really well, the best reward for doing for a job well done is having done it. And mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. I hadn't thought about that before, but it's essentially framing. And I was reading this uh, neurohacker article uh, about stress and the best way to cope with stress, which we all have every day is framing it in your mind as this obstacle you're overcoming like the stress itself or the or the thing that's causing the stress itself and that's very stoic there's a a idea called the obstacle is the way in stoicism Mm -hmm. because the obstacle having an yeah well having it yes yes you have to choose no matter what you're going to run into obstacles so choose the obstacles you want to overcome and when you don't choose them they're just thrown at you this makes you a better person this makes you better prepared for it next time a better leader, a better friend, a better everything. So there is stoicism brings out this uh, appreciation for the struggle. It's kind of the embrace the suck mentality. Are you getting a new computer? Oh no, am I freezing? You're freezing. I don't look like I'm freezing on my computer. Wow. I said so many words and you probably only heard half of them. Oh. That wasn't too bad. Morgan, I've been talking about her need to get a new computer for a long I time. I ordered one. I ordered one. And then it's yesterday, yesterday, months. it's like we went to, no. to um, we had a meeting with somebody and Morgan was, had a, we we're trying to share some marketing ideas that somebody could use <laughs> to market a, a huge property. And she's going through it and it's like, holy cow, there's like a three minute delay and what's happening or what's going on. She's like, I know it's my computer. She can't make yourself of it. It's, it's amazing what you will spend money on and what you won't spend money on. Hold up. What will I spend money on? What do you I don't want to talk about. What do you think I'm about? not frugal on? Give me one thing that I'm not frugal on. Things business related or if you think that you should pay more because of your participation in something. Oh, well, that's, see, that's integrity based. If I feel like it's a reflection of my character, then I will pay anything to feel like I have integrity. But if, if, if I don't need to spend the money. So here's an example. We had a listing. This is a little while ago. We had a listing out in the suburbs. Yeah. And I said, Hey, can you go do this, go to this inspection for the smoke certification? And she's like, yeah, I'll go do it. And I think I've got everything set up, but the, they've sent a second first inspector showed up and was like, Oh no, this isn't going to work. You're going to have oh. to, because it had, <laughs> oh, no. it had, a, had alarms hooked to an alarm system. That oh no, I know up. this story. <laughs> Bottom line was, is that Morgan's like, okay, well we have to put in a couple more smoke detectors. I'm not going to bother anybody. I'm going to go, I'm just going to do it myself. So in the end she buys the smoke detectors. She buys a drill set. She buys I mean like the power drill kit and then she buys all the bits, you know, here's an extra bit set that goes with it. And here's $300 worth of stuff to put in a $15, $20 smoke detector. (laughs) She came back grumpy as you can imagine. 
like, what is all this stuff? And she said, well, I had to have some way to put that smoke detector in. <laughs> what smoke detector? What are you talking about? Well, your inspector didn't approve it. So I wasn't going to be beat by it. So I went and got the smoke detectors and I bought this. And then <laughs> and then that, that, is like, that is like, you just need a screwdriver. It would have been really easy. <laughs> So much money. I should have just called you and been like, here's what happened. What would you recommend? <laughs> so that's what I mean. That, that you won't buy yourself a new computer, but man, you'd throw 300 bucks to get that smoke detector in a client's house in a heartbeat. You'll do anything for a client like that or you know, oh, anything business related. You will so not. Stupid. I get it. It's integrity related, but it was such a dumb, 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 dumb day. I was hey, dumb that well, day. it's, um, it's been great having that in the back of, I don't know which car it's in. It's in the red car. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's in, in one car. of our cars. It should be in my car. It's in your car. <laughs> but, but whatever. I, I have two sets of those already without that, without yours. So anyway. Okay. I think we're done because we're past. We're, yeah, this we're looks past long time. we've done, but uh, it was lovely podcasting with you, dad. And you too, darling. It's been a pleasure. I love Thanks you. Thanks, everybody. Shake hey, and bake. Um, shake and bake. Please um, like, subscribe if you happen to see this on YouTube. Um, like, subscribe. Look, yeah. Whatever. Like, subscribe, follow friends. Hit the notification button. Yeah. If you're listening to this uh, podcast version, in the description are the links to all of our social medias. Come be our friend. All right. Shake and bake. Bye. Shake and bake.